It's Survivor's Friendly Fire Show episode 216 for like the middle of October. Uh, ben, we've done so well, we haven't missed a single week until the week that everything that could have possibly have gone wrong went wrong. Really? Mm. Yeah. Disaster. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm one of your co-hosts, Steve Wright, joining me, Ben Salter. Hi, Ben. Uh, should we just talk about that straight away? <laughs> Well, yeah, because at the end of our last episode, we said we'd definitely be back next week and we'd be doing a, an episode having just been to PAX and you can get some free coasters from us at PAX and you can see you on at least two panels at PAX and none of that happened. No. Went to zero panels. You didn't come to Melbourne. You didn't stay on that couch. I stayed yeah. on that couch uh, while my husband had COVID and then I got COVID shortly thereafter. So... Probably it was a good thing that you didn't come, if we're being perfectly honest. So that's nice. Um, you, you were spared the uh, the COVID. I had the COVID. It wasn't that bad, but um, obviously I, I'm happy with my decision not to kind of go off technicalities of changing Victorian uh, isolation requirements to, you know, infect half of the Melbourne Exhibition and Convention Center. So hopefully Probably if you went to PAX, you didn't get COVID either, because I know of a couple people who who did. Uh, and also got COVID, including our uh, intrepid intern Ethan Dean, which I'm, I think he, I think he said he's had COVID on social media, so I can tell people that he had COVID. But anyway, sorry, Ethan, I'm well, feeling better. It sounded like a lot went around at PAX, so the PAX pox is real. You just happened to get it on PAX week without having actually gone to PAX, so still a PAX pox for you with no PAX. Well, it was like a Europe pox, really. Mm. So I'm imagining. Uh, but yeah, that sucked, uh, and we missed out on playing like things like Alone in the Dark. Street Fighter Six was there, uh, and like honestly, catching up with people, including like catching up with you in person, which uh, sucks. We'll get a chance to do it hopefully soon. We'll make an excuse to get you down to Melbourne. We'll do like Survivor drinks. We'll get Gaetano maybe on and Shane and try to do a podcast. The original, well, we've talked about that. It's our tenth anniversary, so it could still be on. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't flake out like we previously have done in promised special episodes, but this one could still happen. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, and, and no one got coasters, like you said, but no one was ever going to get coasters because it's stubby holders Not and stickers. Stubby holders. Man. But I guess you could Not. use the stickers as coasters. So You've had coasters before. You know what I mean. You complete the set. You stubby holder with your, with your coaster from the last patch, like three years ago. Exactly. So uh, I've, got, I've got a bunch of them in the closet still, so we'll, uh, we'll bring those to the next event. I have to give you guys some. I have to give the writers some still. Uh, but we'll get that done. So I hope if you got to go to PAX, you had a really good time. Tell us what you liked, because neither Ben and I went. So we'll live didn't vicariously count. through you. Hmm. Yeah, we, we can't talk about it at all because we didn't go. So we're glad it's back. That's pretty much all we can say. That's it. Uh, there we go. Uh, so we have this new tact, and I like it. It's It's don't talk about games that the other one hasn't played. Um, mm. But we're about to break that for a very, very short period of time, Ben, because we're we're going to do annual sports game catch up time uh, very quickly. Don't turn off immediately having heard that because I get it. If you don't play a sport game, you do not care. And the fact that it comes out every year, it seems like why would you buy the same game year on year on year? 
And I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of agreeing with that now. Like a lot of these sports games are starting to feel very similar. And why do I need to upgrade every year? Uh, I agree. Yes, but, but it sounds like you're almost getting in. You're almost cheating and dipping into the time allocated to you by sort yes. of talking about that. So I've got my phone up. I'm going to hit start as soon as you like say your first word. And as per your rules, you have 90 seconds to give us your oh. thoughts on FIFA 23. Do you yes. accept the challenge? I accept. Let's go. All right. Ready when you are. Oh, yeah, re- oh, well, as soon as I start, right. Uh, well, FIFA 23, the very last FIFA. That's the most exciting part about this game is you get the last FIFA. Actually, that's the second most exciting part. The most exciting part is Sam Kerr, Australia's own Sam Kerr, the darling of Australian sport now that Ash Barty's retired, uh, is, is the cover star. And as soon as you start playing, you get to pick who would you like to walk you through the tutorial, and she's one of the options. So, of course, I went with her. Um, and it, it's a good game. It's it's more defensive than previous uh, FIFA games. They've added in more broadcast options to look more like actual soccer, actual football, um, as it looks on TV. But FIFA was already pretty close to that. So uh, I, I just changed it immediately because I'm, I'm too old, Steve, to be learning a new camera angle and a different way of like scanning across the screen. I can't do it. And that's my thing with FIFA. I, I play it as if it's still 2012. Um, so I still go for Messi and Ronaldo, even though there's way better players now. They're my boys still, because they were my boys when I used to play this game. Uh, otherwise, it's like the same thing. It's slower, it's a bit more defensive. They've got a new shooting mechanic, as they have every year. Slightly different, basically the same. Um, Volta's still in, which is like street football, but it's the same as last year. If you get it on Switch, you're getting the like 2018 or 2019 FIFA, which hasn't been updated, so do not buy the Switch game. Um, but yeah, it's exactly the same. Ultimate Team has not changed at all, as far as I can tell. All the achievements tell me that's what everyone plays. Uh, but pretty much, yeah, play as Sam Kerr. Play as the women's teams in their club because the first time you can do that. So it's not just internationals. You can actually play as Sam in their club, and that's it. That's that's FIFA 23. That's me done. Bang on 90 seconds, too. Well done. Um, yeah. I'm, I hit start on me. I'm so confident. I'm just going to get – I'm eating into my 90 seconds for NHL yourself? 23 right now. Uh, what it. Ben said, only ice hockey uh except less budget so it's weird like they also had uh, sarah nurse who's a team canada player on the cover but they had the women's players and teams already in nhl 22 but they were trying to make it like it was some huge new feature in nhl 23 even though it was like we did this last year but now it's official this year um not a lot of extra presentation things the be a pro revamp from nhl 20 was copied and pasted into 21 and to 22 and now again to 23 um like it's like they just don't have anything that's new and i'm really questioning why this is a yearly release when it could be more it would it would be better suited to be a live service game with like roster updates and the occasional new feature that they can think of that to be honest isn't really tied to nhl anymore it's like tied to ice hockey you know like the international ice hockey federation is not the nhl but, you know, like they're bringing in women's teams because like they, they got nothing else for NHL. Um, yeah, it's I would skip it. I would go back and buy NHL 22, even though I didn't like that. But I like that a lot better than this one because it's the same thing, only less expensive. And that's it. That's, Ten uh, seconds. I, I yield my time back to the, 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 the speaker or whatever they say. Oh, and so T-poses. So many T-poses. Oh, God. It's like Cyberpunk 2077. It's super broken. If you go look at the review, there's like two screenshots that I took of T-poses because it's, one, hilarious, and two, super disappointing. And that's the end of annual sports chat. So we'll be back next year with our 
90 seconds per game uh, until there's like some horrible new AFL game or something that we have to dunk on. But aside from that, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so interesting you mentioned Cyberpunk because I've been playing it and it's still super glitchy. It's like, it's very playable, but there's still like someone just walks through a car or they like clip through some walls or like a boss you can't actually beat until you go stab them. Like some weird stuff going on. I didn't have, I had like Bethesda RPG Ooh. level bugs and i know that people had like far worse game breaking bugs and like jay who you know they sent uh cyberpunk cd project red sent jay like a souped up like rtx 3090 or oh, something yeah. for the review like of course his his game played fine like you can only comment on your experience and like it wasn't yep. too bad for me even on xbox one it was a lot oh was it series x when i was playing but it was the xbox one version on series yes, x that, i think it was yeah. that um yeah like it's it was enjoyable. I'm sure it's far, far more stable than it was when I was playing, but it wasn't too bad. I had to restart a couple of missions here and there. But it's, are you uh, enjoying it, it otherwise? I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. It's very, uh, yeah, it's super enjoyable. It's glitching to a point that you'd kind of think, that's kind of funny, or like, that's a little bit annoying. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of the level I would have expected it to be at, at launch, where it still just needs some bugs ironed out, as opposed to whatever actually happened at launch. And it's, it's nearly two years later, so... Yeah, still very enjoyable. Have you started watching Edge Runners on Netflix to no, coincide? No, I'm going to start that. So that's that's my plan. It's all going to come together in a nice little bow. But I need to finish it in this very short window we have between like no other games and all the games uh, in a few weeks. Mainly, um, we've got Ragnarok, so that's the big one coming out. But there's also a new card. There's uh, Pokemon. There's there's so much stuff coming out. But this is my chance. Well, yeah, it's I. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I've been playing that we can't quite talk about yet, but we will be able to talk about some of it next week. Um, though mm. I guess what we can talk about this week, if you've had any chance to play, is uh, Scorn, which is weird. It's it's one of these games that people kind of like say, it, oh, it's like an Xbox game. And I guess it is. It's an Xbox console exclusive. It was kind of tied to Xbox because it was announced as part of like the when the Series S and Series X were still like current or next gen consoles not current gen and it's kind of yeah. always tied to the xbox it's like a pc game as well from from ebb and from kepler something like that as the publisher very mm -hmm. very eastern european um have you had a chance to play it it's on game pass it's on pc game pass etc yeah i've dabbled uh i would love for you to explain how would you sell this game give me an elevator pitch of this game it's it's a toughie to quickly explain well in the review i said i probably wouldn't recommend it or sell it to people because i don't think it's for many people uh it's 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 half walking simulator half underbaked survival horror game i think with a visual aesthetic right out of like an hg geiger thing and if you don't know who that is it's the guy who developed and designed like the alien in the titular alien and aliens and etc um mm. and what that really means is everything looks like a dick or a lady part i'm not going to say the the name of the lady part um like even to the point where like as you get further in this game there are just statues of people boning like it's it's just it's okay. but it's and the weird thing is i guess in comparison to there was a game called agony maybe five or six years ago, which like had this kind of like you're in hell thing. And it was just doing gameplay elements and things to, to make you feel offended. And this is gross and uncomfortable, but it's not 
that. Like everything makes sense in the confines of the world. It's like a well thought out environmental thing. It's still just probably not everyone's cup of tea. It doesn't cross the line of like too much, but it also is too much a lot of the time because it's just very gross and but it's consistent. It makes sense. Does that make does that make sense what I'm trying to explain or articulate? Not at all. Not. If I if I couldn't picture this game because I played it for half an hour, then I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to explain. I would. The only thing I'd add to that is it's uh, it's like a puzzle walking simulator. So it's very much like Mist in that that vein, uh, but like a creepy horror, gross. I'm not really into it. Aesthetic style Mist. Yeah. Um, and also that it doesn't tell you what to do. It just kind of drops you in somewhere with a door in front of you that you can't get through. So you need to be like, oh, I guess I go a different direction. And that's that's basically the extent of the tutorial. It's this looks like the way you should go, but you shouldn't go that way. And then you don't really know what to do. You need to just figure it out. And it's kind of obvious you need to sort out these puzzles. But I was just too like, yeah, I, I just don't have the time for this. I don't have the interest in this. And it's not a style that uh, invokes me wanting to play that. So yeah. that was the main thing. Was like It's a type of game maybe I could play, but not with that aesthetic. The puzzles are also quite linear for the most part. Um, so it's kind of just like push forward and figure it out. Like it'll it'll come together. The weird thing is like the very first puzzle is kind of like a morality tale where you can do one of two things. And that idea is kind of neat. Like you can either like go full bore into something or you can, you know, like take the, the kinder way out. But that that mm. concept is never introduced again. <laughs> like, so there's only one way to solve every other puzzle after that. So it's like, well, that's kind of a neat idea. But why did you do that if you were never going to, if it never came up again? Um, it introduces combat closer to the end. And the combat is just like bash your head against a wall. Frustrating. My, my tip, I guess, is to play like it is a survival horror game. Like everyone in Resident Evil kind of starts out wanting to kill every zombie and like shoot everything where it's probably just easier to run around most things is is yeah. the tip. Um, except that there's a boss battle that you have to complete. And it's just like mind numbingly frustrating to the point where I made a video. If you are stuck, cause I was stuck for a considerable amount of time. Cause it doesn't make sense. It's like the rest of the game. It's like, figure it out, but it doesn't necessarily give you the tools you need to figure it out. So yeah, I suppose this type of game launching now is uh, the guides that are going to do super well is just like, what do I do? At the very start of Scorn, what do I do? Because you have no idea. Like, you, because it doesn't tell you that's what you're meant to be doing. And that's the whole, it's this whole thing. It doesn't tell you anything. Uh, it doesn't tell you how to play. There's just no, yeah, it doesn't explain it at all. Um, people are going to get put off immediately. And as we always say with Game Pass games, you've got like 10 minutes to be like, yeah, I'm going to keep playing this. I gave it maybe 40 minutes uh, and it was just like, that was because we're going to talk about it today and that was my limit. That was when I was just like, nah, I'm just not interested. I don't know what I'm doing really. It's like weird and creepy and gross. And look, there's a place for that type of game, but I don't know, not that like walking sim puzzle style just doesn't really suit it for me. I feel like I'd prefer it if it was more horror, it was more combat focused, it was more like I'm doing something else. I'm not just looking at these weird things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's hard from that point of view, and I think being in Game Pass, like it does, it does the good thing in that I hate, I don't hate. I'm sure a lot of people find it difficult to play a game in Game Pass that has like a massive tutorial because it feels like you're never getting into it and you fall off it, and there's just so many options that you move to the next thing too quickly. This does the other way in that it tells you nothing, and I think for the same reasons, people will play it and not understand it and fall off it. So yeah. it's like it's a 
very niche gap in between that uh, to kind of find that audience. Well, and like, I guess that you you can try it and you can see if it's for you, if you've got PC or Xbox Game Pass, um, hmm. it's probably, it'll take you about six hours to complete. I'm sure someone's just done a video from start to finish. So you can just like cruise past it if you really just want to like get an extra thousand gamer score on your, on your tally. But um, yeah, like it's, I like what they were trying to do. I think they fell flat quite considerably. Um, like the design and everything is very good like the way everything looks but it kind of looks all samey in individual environments where like if you look at it on the whole it's it's you know like it's a little less than that but also like this checkpoints are a little bit unforgiving and if you put it down for a day and load back in you're gonna have to spend 20 30 minutes like remembering what the hell was going on before you even set off trying to do what you were supposed to do so yeah yeah, like it's it's kind of like commits commit spend some time and just like knock it out if you're really really keen to play really it. into it yeah. i would say it could be a good one if you are so inclined to watch on twitch or something watch someone else play it for a bit you don't have to think about it as much and what you're actually trying to do and you can kind of get the vibe and you can see what it's all about um, and to a degree you're solving the puzzle because if you kind of reach or you kind of think ahead as to where this person should go before they actually do it that could be an enjoyable way if you like that way of watching someone else play a game which uh not for everyone but if it, it, i can see how it would work well for this type of game to be honest, you could probably just watch someone play the last 30 minutes and get, like, the entire experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, yeah, cool. like, it's, 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 I like seeing unique things. I like people trying different things. Like, it, it's not like a Resident Evil clone. It's not, uh, it's not just a walking simulator. It's trying to do a whole bunch of things. But, um, yeah, like, it, it's, it's one of those things where you applaud it for trying to be different, but also, Maybe things are similar for a mm. reason, especially when it very comes to like interactive games. Very acquired taste in both gameplay kind of style and general aesthetics. Like it's it's kind of a three strike situation. You need to be into all those things, which a lot of people aren't, uh, for it to kind of gel with you. And if it does, you probably love this game. But otherwise, if kind of one of those things is a bit off, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to get into. Yeah, like, I, I think I finished it, well, one, because I had to, I was reviewing it, but two, because I felt an obligation to, not an interest in completing it, um, which mm. is not a good sign. Um, and then once I got to, like, the, the boss battle, it was like, it became a thing of, like, just being too stubborn to quit. Like, it wasn't, it, it wasn't enjoyable, and any other sane human being, I hope, would have probably just, like, put it down at that point and said, okay, I've, I've, I've had my fill. Um, hopefully if you are enjoying it, that it stays that way from start to finish. And if not, be smart enough to realize when, when you've had your fill. Well, that's, that's the thing with all these subscription games is you just kind of play until you want, you haven't paid anything. So there's no need to finish it just because you spent a hundred bucks on it. You didn't. So if you're, if you're enjoying it, keep playing. And if you're not, you don't have to keep playing. There are so many other games coming out to both sub services pretty soon. So, uh, you could just do that instead. In classic Friendly Fire Show style, we have accidentally talked down that game because as we spoke about it, we realized we don't really like it. But it could be for you. Yeah. Well, and that's like, that's a 6.5. If you're a fan of like the kind of two genres it skirts, you'll probably find enough with it. Um, but probably not for everyone. And if you look at a couple of photos, you can kind of get a, a grasp of the visual aesthetic. If you play the first puzzle, 
which I'm assuming you've gotten through, Ben. Like yes. every puzzle basically ends with something kind of gross and grotesque happening. So if you if you get through that first puzzle and you're like, oh god, why why am I watching this? Like it it's that is a a reasonable uh, chunk of what you're going to have happen to you for the next five or six hours after that. So if you're not down for the first bit, you're not going to be down for yeah. the next. All right, good consumer advice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, let me let me run a rumor past you that I read on the internet, Steve. So I don't have any facts to back this up with. I can't even remember where I saw it, but it was plastered all over the place. It's perfect uh, for our show, then. It is not a fact-based show, yeah. and I suppose it's a rumor. So it's we don't need facts to go with rumors. It's all just made-up nonsense. Uh, that rumor is that developers already have dev kits for the mid-gen refresh, being a PS5 Pro and a Xbox Series X X. I suppose. Double X, uh, triple X. Double X, whatever they want. Yeah, the Vin Diesel movie, triple X. Uh, or Y. It, it's already confusing enough. So there's now going to be the Series S, Series X, and the Series Y or something. You heard it here first. Uh, now, there was no basis to this rumor, which is kind of saying they have it. I suppose why someone may have made this up is because at this stage of the last generation, so about two years in, developers would have had PS4 Pro dev kits because that came out three years like three years after the launch. So a year out, they would have had dev kits for that. Maybe not the, C the Xbox One X yet because that was another year beyond that. But potentially, they might have kind of known the specs for it. Um, so it's, I could see why that would be made up now because people were just assuming we're on the same level of um, development. Do we think this is true or false? I don't yet, only because we're still seeing like cross-gen mm. games and and like i think it's 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 slowly dying like gotham knights which comes out soon that dropped its last gen versions for for current gen but it's only hitting you know 30 frames notoriously that was a big story this week like oh how how dare could they only have it target 30 frames and, and not offer performance mode like i okay. think we we need to fully like get rid of the remnants of clinging on to last gen and sort of start to harness the power of of the current gen stuff before we think about a, a mid year a mid gen refresh, um, and it comes down to like the supply chain where it's been really hard to you know source things to create the consoles that we have now, let alone the the next kind of iteration of it. Um, in terms of like technology, like I think we've slowed down a little bit in terms of what we can fit into the same kind of form factor, so that that's changed. Um, we've just seen like the NVIDIA like 4090 card, which looks, it, I think it's like comparable to the size of a PS5 and, and not like a, yeah. a little graphic card that we're oh, a little, but a, a, a graphic card size that we're used to. Like, I just, I don't think we're there yet. I think we're probably going to need another year, year and a half, two years to kind of settle before we look at the next gen refresh. And like, and even looking at something like the, the Switch Pro that's been rumored for years, it's. I think it, that's more likely to happen, but it, because of all the things that I've sort of touched on, like I don't think we've seen that from Nintendo yet, and I think we're going to see something similar in terms of what Sony and and Microsoft do. Maybe not because they 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 want to wait this much time, but they kind of have to in terms of constraints. Mm. Anyway, am I making sense? What do you think? You are making sense. I think the the rumor now is false. I don't think they have development kits. I think. Uh, well, I suppose that will take us to our next point if we actually think it's going to happen at all. Uh, hard to tell because it happened for a re like I don't think it's a guarantee that we get a mid-gen refresh this this generation for the same reasons that you just said, but also because like last gen was a very specific 
test case. Like it was a, they really needed it. Um, being that like midway through this console generation, suddenly everyone had a 4K TV and Sony wants to sell you a TV. That's why they did the PS4 Pro. That's their main reason. Um, and Xbox, I think, kind of jumped on that. And they also jumped on the fact that they were embarrassed by not having the most powerful console. Like that was the whole thing with the original Xbox and the Xbox 360 was we've got the beast machine. It's great. And then they just got smashed by the PS4 and they saw an opportunity to not wait to the next generation to kind of get that title back. That's why they took an extra year to do it. Yeah. Um, so there, there were so many incentives to do it, mainly around the 4K TV uptake. There hasn't been that incentive this generation. As you said, we've also had this massive chip shortage. So we're, we're well behind where we probably would have been in sales and, and that type of thing and moving away from cross-gen had that not have happened. Um, so it doesn't really make sense to be... And they have to think ahead if when they do do this, if they do this, do this, do this. But um, not yet. Like I think the reason for it happening this generation, if it was to happen, would be for totally different reasons. And it would probably be more because this generation has had such a delayed start in that we're still cross-gen. There's, It's hard to even buy one of these consoles two years in. Maybe it's not going to be a six or seven-year generation. Maybe it's an actual 10-year generation before the next consoles launch. And they decide five, six years in, we just need to refresh a little bit. Uh, and that's the reason. It's not because people have new TVs or because one of them is trying to up their game a bit. Uh, it's just because they want to... Like not a like Sony always says we're having a ten year console, and they do sell it for ten years, but the new one normally comes in about six or seven years in. Maybe we're not getting new consoles till twenty thirty, and they would like to just refresh them there. Yeah, and like I think each each of the big hitters has a different problem in front of it right now. I think um, Microsoft really has an issue with storage and capacity because we still haven't seen any other third party expansion mm. cards apart from the the ones that are from Seagate. They're excessively overpriced, like for what you'd want to pay. I guess not in terms of what the technology is. It is more expensive than just buying an SSD and slotting yeah. it in like you can do on a PS5. But like, you know what I mean? Um, so they have that kind of issue to deal with first, I think, before they start trying to like sell you an entirely new console. Um, in terms of Sony, I think Sony's issue is like they, they upped the price of their console to begin with. Um, so then to release a new one at a, at a fire higher, a far higher price point would just be insane. They're also trying to get you to buy a PS VR two, which we don't know the price yet still. And it's going to be expensive. Um, and you know, they want you to buy uh, a new PlayStation dual sense edge controller, which is like half the price of a PS five, yeah. at least in the U S we don't know the, the Australian pricing. Like it's just, it's so expensive already to then go, oh, there's like a slightly newer console at like $1,000. Um, I think Sony knows better. So I just, I don't think we're going to see anything like this just because there's issues that need to be fixed in terms of like, I guess, pricing on Sony's point, just the way that Nin or Nintendo, Microsoft, like you, you buy the, the Series S and you can fit five games on it, depending on the games you want to play. Like, and the, or you spend the equivalent of the console again to get storage. Like it's those are the things we need to fix before we try to like give more power to developers who I don't know are prepared to use it or can, you know, leverage those resources as yet. Mm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like storage is a main thing. So if they were going to refresh both of them, they'd want to put in like two terabyte in the console for less than what they cost now. So Store, SSD storage is coming down very slowly, um, so you can kind of get them cheaper for your PS5, but even those are still expensive. 
Uh, and as you say, Xbox is ridiculous for that. I think they probably regret what they've done now. Like it's it's easy and it works really well. You just plug it in and you can hot swap and it's great. But they're outrageously expensive. Like they need to figure out if they can release an adapter or something because to be stuck with that. And they kind of need to keep that port for the next machine anyway because now that people have bought these things, you can't just kind of say that's discontinued. People will want to keep using them. Yeah. Um, well, so they're kind of stuck. At least stuck to support it, not stuck to rely upon it. But yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. I think ideally Microsoft just has some sort of like little thing that pops off the side of like the tower now on Xbox Series X and you can just like slot in your own SSD. Yeah. But yeah, like you're right. If even if they do that, which is like probably on a lot of people's wish list, I would feel pretty annoyed if I've just spent like what, $400, $500. I have two one terabyte cards um, that are two terabyte is 700. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was so tempted to buy a two terabyte one just so I could fit more stuff on it. But we've had this discussion before. Like I'm, I'm a digital hoarder for no reason now because I'm so used to having a bad internet connection. I think where I'm like, oh, I just, I, I must make sure I download every game because I ever want to play it. Where like now I can download like a 40 gig game in like an hour or two. Like it's not, it's not really a big deal. So just you have to get out of that mindset of you don't need everything. Like if you decide you desperately want to play Overwatch for a week, just spend a little bit of time and download Overwatch for that week. But anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's it. That's it for this week. I think actually, we don't have we don't have any delays. So normally <laughs> we just roll straight into this week in delays. But I don't think unless I missed any. I think there I were missed? a couple, but I, like stuff that I don't care about. So oh. let's just God, say no. I think we we covered quite a few last episode, but that was so long ago now because we missed our we missed our weekly slot for the first time in months. I'm still going to call it if we make it to the end of the year or whenever we have our break. I'm going to say we made it to the end of the year without missing a week because that one was out of our hands. That was uh, isolation-induced. Close enough. The only thing that might ruin it is if you get COVID because you're still like a COVID virgin, aren't you? Yeah. Not that I want you to get COVID, but that's the only acceptable excuse to not to to miss a week until... I'm telling you, you you can't get COVID. Like I could have come to your house. I wouldn't have gotten it. I just can't get it. Well, so the dumb thing is, like, Matt's parents, like, even you, I, I think, can we talk about your experience or no? I don't know how comfortable you are mentioning yeah, your activities. Sure, go ahead. All right. Well, I know a lot of people who had someone in their house that had COVID and then just were like, eh, whatever, I'm going to get it. I'm just going to hang yeah. around the COVID person and, like, see what happens. And I know a lot of people that didn't get COVID doing that. Whereas yeah. Matt was sick. The first night that he got, that he came home, we didn't isolate. And I, I'm pretty sure that's when I got sick. But then, I made him stay in a room with the door closed and all the windows and doors open. And like, I just put on a mask and brought him food and he was basically a prisoner in this house. I did all the right things and I still ended up getting COVID. So I was kind of annoyed that I just didn't like let her rip and be able to sleep in my own bed and like not have to worry about all these weird protocols. But that's why we didn't bother because we thought it's basically inevitable. It's not going to work. Uh, I also had a ventral, uh, co-inhabitant trying to give me COVID on purpose so we would have to suffer through this together didn't work either so but I remembered that well and like I, I, it, it, I the I so I tested positive Tuesday morning and Tuesday Wednesday I had really 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 bad joint and muscle pain like I just felt like I was in the body of a 90 year old and then by mm. like Wednesday night Thursday I was feeling pretty much like perfect again but I isolated until I think I had to isolate till like Saturday night for like 
Sunday being back in society. Um, so, you know, like if, if, if that's, you know, a, a day or two of just feeling garbage, if that's what four vaccines does to you, I'm glad I got four vaccines. So if you haven't got your fourth one yet, I think there's Omicron specific ones now. Go get your go get your fourth jab and you can kind of laugh in the face of COVID. Yeah, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. We're at the point now. <laughs> Just do what you want. Uh, enjoy your life. Yeah. All right. How do we find you uh, on the internet, Mr. Ben Salter? I am Ben underscore Salter on Twitter, and I, I don't think I have any games to talk about at the moment because I'm no, oh, I'm playing one that we can talk about next week. So maybe I'll tweet about that when I can. Uh, and that's it. I'm just playing Cyberpunk. So until until then, that's pretty much all I've got to talk about. And some hilarious bomb jokes, which no one got because I could uh, reference the like 2009 game, The Bureau, uh, from 2K because that's what the bomb wants to be called now. It's already been taken by an XCOM game. Maybe it was 2011, 2012, something like that. Uh, that's the type of content you're getting from me at the moment. And where we find a new Steve? Uh, that's right, AU. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going up the night this podcast comes out. Uh, New Tales mm. from Gotham is the name of two games, but I didn't say either title in full. So I think that's not breaking any embargoes, but I think we can talk about at least one of those, maybe two of those uh, next week. So stay tuned. And cool. if you like Scorn or you liked PAX, tell us why. And will feature you at some point. All right. We'll see you then. Bye.